Hey there, and welcome to the BCHL podcast presented by Subway. This is Brent Mutis from BCHL Communications, and we have a busy show lined up for you, but we start off with international hockey news because the roster for Team Canada West was announced Wednesday for the World Junior A Challenge. There are 14 BCHL players on this year's team as Canada West sets out to defend its gold medal won last year in Truro, Nova Scotia. It's a long list of BCHL talent, but on this year's team are... Alexander Campbell, Jeremy Bushler, Alex Newhook, Carter Berger, and Riley Hughes from the Victoria Grizzlies, Massimo Rizzo, David Cilia, Mason Snell, and equipment trainer Brendan Kerr from the Penticton Vs, Matthew Goslin, and assistant coach Joe Martin from the Merritt Centennials, Harrison Blaisdell from the Chilliwack Chiefs, Jack Judson and Alex Swetlikoff from the Vernon Vipers, Ethan Lay and athletic therapist Braden Tanagi from the Langley Rivermen, and rounding out the BCHL contingent is Leighton Ahak from the Prince George Spruce Kings. This year's tournament starts Sunday, December 9th in Bonneville, Alberta. Staying with Team Canada West for our first interview segment now, and as we mentioned, Joe Martin of the Merritt Centennials is an assistant coach on this year's squad, just as he was a year ago when he helped the team to a gold medal. He spoke to Jesse Adamson this week as tryout camp wrapped up in Calgary and says the players they've selected promised to put forth a tough test for any opponent, given the talent they've displayed? Uh, fast, skilled, and competitive. Um, everybody can skate and makes good decisions with the puck. Um, good 200-foot hockey team. It's uh, fast, skilled, and highly competitive, I think, are the three things that uh, jump out right away with this group. Um, so camp just wrapped up today. Um, this is your second year as assistant coach. Was there anything uh, from this year's process that was a little bit different compared to last year? Yeah, the uh, last year we had 60 players attend camp, you know, three teams. This year we reduced it to two teams. So we brought in, uh, we were scheduled to bring in 44, but there were some injuries. We brought in 43, um, a couple extra players, and. Uh, Getting to that number isn't easy. Um, a lot of good players left at home. Um, speaking from my own province, uh, a lot of good BCHL players that would have been invited if there were 60 um, didn't come. Um, and a lot of 19-year-olds, because you can only have five on the team, uh, didn't come. Some good 19-year-olds that did uh, that we had to send home. But that's the biggest difference, going from 60 down to two teams. So this year there's a, a bit of a new format. It's a five-team format. Everyone's going to play each other. Uh, for people that don't know, it's Canada East, Canada West, USA, Russia, and the Czech Republic. Uh, what do you personally think of the, the new format this year? I like it. Um, the, uh, it's, you know, five teams seems like a small tournament, um, but, you know, you play. It's about a week-long tournament, um, and these, these teams that you're playing, they play a uh, very similar style to, to us. I mean, Canada East and uh, USA and Canada West are very very similar hockey teams. Um, Russia and the Czechs are a bit different. Um, but uh, in the past, I mean, they had Switzerland over here and they've had Denmark over here in, in recent years, and, and those teams are much different. Uh, Czechs and Russia are highly competitive, uh, highly skilled, and uh, they can move as well. So obviously the goal heading into this year's tournament is a gold medal. You uh, were able to experience winning the gold medal last year. What was that uh, experience like? That experience was special. Um, we went 0-2 and uh, um, won a big game uh, to keep moving on. And 
we just started to hit our groove then and uh, lost two games. I think we won 5-2 and 5-1. And, um, you know, we were we were dominant in those games from goaltending uh, right through our roster. Um, and it uh, felt really good. The uh, A lot of hard work uh, felt like it was worth it. And, you know, I feel really proud of... Uh, of the kids and their determination to, to get that done. We're talking with Joe Martin here, head coach of the Merritt Centennials and assistant coach with Team Canada West. Um, although uh, I'm sure, as you mentioned, it's a great experience to be at this tournament, I imagine it's pretty tough to leave your team in Merritt as well in the middle of the season. Am I right about that? Yeah, you are. It's um, you know I think about them every day and uh, think about the guys that are there and um, my my family as well back home when you're gone for uh, two weeks, almost three. Um, you know, you miss out on a lot of things. Uh, they're in good hands. Uh, my boss, Brian Barrett, uh, um, has been involved with the team forever, and uh, he keeps, uh, he'll come by and uh, make sure the guys are staying on task. And Brandon Shaw, um, our assistant coach, is uh, a young man, but uh, he's driven, um, he's respected, and uh he knows what he's doing, so the guys are in good hands. Um, but obviously, uh, you know, come Friday and Saturday night, uh, I'm going to be paying close attention to what's happening back there. But, uh, um, we actually sent uh, Brad Coca, who was here at uh, camp home, who plays for the Centennials, and it's just to tell you how good this this team is. If uh, if he was a year younger, uh, he'd have a very good chance to make it. But being 99s, it's tough to be. <laughs> you got the five top, maybe 99s in Western Canada, and it's. Uh, they have to slot into the right situation. So there's a lot of good players that are left, and uh, our, our guys have a uh, um, difficult task at hand Friday and Saturday. So speaking of your team uh, in Merritt, your, your team last year was about middle of the pack in goal scoring. This year they're among the highest scoring teams in the league. Uh, what do you attribute to that rise in the offense this season? Um, there's a good group that has returned uh, to come back. Um, uh, there's a good group, in, good group of 99s and some, and some 20 year olds that are returning to play for us. Um, that is a big difference. Uh, just them being a year older, um, confident in what they're doing. Uh, lots of them are are committed, and, and some of the guys that were committed coming back, um, you know, wanted to prove a point. Uh, I think uh, they want to have good seasons before they go to school. They are scheduled to go to school, um, and I think a lot of them took it to, to heart on on maybe being pushed back a year for school or, or whatever it ends up being. But uh, they were just – they were motivated. They were driven. They had good summers. Um, I think the approach with how we play, Brandon and I have made some cha- changes to what we're doing, and I think that's helped as well. And finally, uh, your team has had several players earn Division One scholarships in the last couple weeks, uh, Matthew Gosselin, uh, the Van Unen uh, brothers. You have nine in total on the team. Uh, what does that say about the program that you're trying to build there in Merritt? Uh, belief that uh, um, what we're doing is uh, is good for our young guys. Uh, belief to recruits that um, you know, playing here, it's, uh, we're among some of the leaders in, in scholarships um, in the league. Uh, belief that uh, you know, and what Brandon and I are, are selling, and what we're trying to do every day is, is going to help them become better hockey players. Um, it's a big thing for uh, for Matthew Gosselin to be here, for myself, for Brad Coca to be a hair away, and and uh, um, could have been on this team. And you know, three guys. It's uh, um, you know, at the tournament is lots, and you know, like the scholarships and the schools that they're going to is great. So I think it's just 
it speaks volumes about to, to the up-and-coming class of Centennials. The current guys are there working hard every day uh, in order to earn their stripes as a uh, older guy in the team and the belief that uh, their time will come to. That was Merritt Centennials head coach Joe Martin speaking to us this week from Alberta on his way to the World Junior A Challenge. Moving now to the BCHL Player of the Week, and taking the nod this week is West Kelowna Warriors forward Willie Rhyme. The Minnesota native notched three goals and five assists in four games last week, helping West Kelowna to three victories. He leads the Warriors in scoring right now and has already surpassed his goal and assist totals from all of last season, but he says it's his supporting cast that can take the bulk of the credit for his latest accolade. I mean, I'd say it was, it was for sure a team effort. I mean, we, I was fortunate to be put with uh, two uh, pretty good line mates with Ben Norland, who's also an Air Force commit, and uh, Kevin Tilsley, and then uh, we kind of clicked. And, I mean, it was really throughout those four games, it was, I'd say it was just a team effort. Everyone kind of contributed uh, from line one to line four, and uh, fortunately we got three wins on the week. You uh, are on your second season with the Warriors, and uh, last season you you chipped in a little bit, but were not necessarily a focal point of the offense when it came to the Warriors. Is that something you put on yourself or heard from the coaches coming into this season that they really wanted to see you uh, step into a role for? Yeah, I mean, I'd say for sure. I know kind of at the end of the year they kind of were telling me that I'd get a bigger role and I'd I'd get the chances, and then it'd be kind of up to me to – tell us a story about how you made your way to the BCHL. You're a Minnesota high school uh, bred hockey player. Um, how was it you found out about the BCHL and how did you wind up uh, choosing to go with West Kelowna? Yeah, well, I mean, uh, I played high school hockey at St. Thomas Academy and that's uh, one of the, I'd like to think, better uh, high schools uh, in Minnesota. And then uh, I was fortunate enough to play with a few really good guys uh, with uh, Odin Tufto and Seamus Donahue and uh, one Seamus played in Penticton and uh, Odin played in uh, Vernon and so I kind of was already a little familiar with the BC through them and uh, then my senior year I committed to the Air Force Academy and, uh, and then they were kind of telling me uh, giving me ideas of where to go to junior hockey and then I kind of talked with uh, Odin and Seamus a little bit and they are like you can go to the Okanagan in the BC. That's one of the best places to play junior hockey. So I kind of took their word for it, went up to Westgate, and I for sure did not regret it. Talking with Willie Rhyme from the West Kelowna Warriors, uh, what would you say uh, the reputation of the BC Hockey League is in a place like Minnesota? Obviously, both places are big on hockey, and the BCHL has a good reputation for moving players on to college. Did you know very much about the league? Had you heard of it much before you talked to those players that kind of put in a word about it? Or where would you say the reputation of the league is in a place like Minnesota? Yeah, I mean, I honestly, I hadn't really heard about it uh, much, but then once I kind of looked into it, and I mean, they went up here, and Peter, I mean, Odin uh, had great uh, success, and I mean, I'd say it's always, it's for sure on the rise, the reputation, everything, because uh, in Minnesota, I'd say people want to go to the USHL, and that's kind of, they're, in a sense, narrow-minded, and uh, I mean, 
I'd say you got to look uh, elsewhere because sometimes the best league isn't necessarily in the U.S. Well, you actually get to score points in the BC Hockey League, which is a nice thing. So, <laughs> exactly. Um, one of the one of your teammates I wanted to ask you about. He, like yourself, is uh, committed to Air Force Academy, and that's Bennett Norlin. Uh, do you guys kind of gravitate towards each other because of that, or did you have a a connection to one another before West Kelowna? I mean, actually, yeah, we were. Uh, which is it's kind of a funny story, but uh, when we were both pretty young, we both played on the same AAA team growing up, and then. Uh, so we kind of knew each other from that. Then he went to Shattuck, and I chose the high, high school route. And uh, and then we kind of went our own ways. And then coincidentally, we both uh, committed to Air Force kind of our senior year of high school. And we both got brought up to West Kelowna. So I, I knew him a little bit, but I've uh, for sure up here, I've gotten to know him a lot better. And, uh, I mean, he's a great guy and uh, is all around a great player. What's been the focus for you guys this week at practice as you get uh, prepped for the weekend and uh, some things you guys need to key on as a team here, um, you know, going into the Christmas break? Yeah, I mean, uh, I'd say I'd say it's just kind of just our all-around game. I mean, we were kind of, in our past weekend, we were a little, uh, I'd say, shaky a little bit on defense, but uh, we kind of picked it up a little bit against Victoria and just kind of locking down the D zone, I'd say, is the uh, kind of most important aspect. That's the reigning BCHL Player of the Week, Willie Rhyme of the West Kelowna Warriors. Time now to take a quick break, but we'll be right back after this. At Subway, we're all about making it what you want, even when we're advertising our new sandwiches made with the legendary Montreal Steak Spice. Okay, make it like a pop star. Here we go. Montreal Steak Spice, so legendary Montreal Spice. Yes, Subway, give me for a limited time at participating restaurants. Hi, this is Dane Jackson from the University of North Dakota. You're listening to the BCHL podcast. Welcome back to the show. We go into our final segment now, and we check in with a BCHL graduate that's putting together a super sophomore season at NCAA Union College. Darian Hansen, the former Vernon Vipers netminder who set the BCHL record for save percentage in 2017, is sharing crease time for the Dutchman right now, but he is currently third in the NCAA with a 943 save percentage. He spoke to Vipers play-by-play man Graham Turnbull about a recent trip overseas for a memorable hockey tournament in Northern Ireland, but he started out with his time in Vernon and sharing the crease with another decorated Vipers goalie. Yeah, actually, it's uh, Ty Taylor. You know, looking back at everywhere I played in junior is probably one of my best friends I've ever made. And I've always been close with my goalie partners just because I've had so many of them. I just you know find it easier to come to the rink every day and be able to be friendly with the guy you're competing for for uh, games and you know time and practice and all that so coming in time you know he's a young kid and has all the potential in the world you know just getting to kind of learn from him on that aspect and you know on my end being an older guy you just 
he he asked for a lot of advice, you know, and things and such as like choosing schools and you know, learning from me, picking my brain about how, you know, you embrace games and pre game situations and, you know, all that stuff and him and I really gelled a ton. At the end of the year, it felt like a you know older, younger brother relationship, and um, obviously Ty's doing great for himself at UNH, so that's uh, really cool to see. So, yeah, no, it, that that relationship with Ty was something I will never forget. We're on the line with Darian Hanson, former Viper goaltender, and and we mentioned that you're you're with Union, and I mean. You, I don't know if you could have drawn up a, a better start to your college career when when you got in there. Obviously, with the performance that you had with the Vipers the year before, uh, I guess we're talking last year and into this year. I mean, how has that adjustment been? How have you enjoyed your time at Union? Uh, whether that's just from a hockey standpoint, and, and I guess you could throw academics in there as well. How have you enjoyed the whole experience at Union? Um, I, I love it here. I really do. Uh, you know, I'm very fortunate to have. Uh, Real great teammates here. We're a real close knit group. Um, I really enjoy the school. The academics are great, and uh, the hockey aspect too has been come along nice. I know I'd, I'd be lying if I said there wasn't an adjustment period. That uh, my freshman year there, I know I'm, um, you know, just kind of getting uh, used to the pace of play, and then uh, playing behind uh, my goalie partner now. His name's Jake Kupski. He uh, was a junior, now a senior this year and so just you know developing relation a relationship with him and some of the other older guys and uh jake and i became really close and so i was fortunate you know i get to learn from him and like i said kind of like ty i I was the older brother in that relationship i feel a little bit like the younger brother in this one so um that's that that was different for sure but he's been great to me and my teammates have been awesome and they made the transition real easy for me and you know it's funny actually um when i first came into school it's obviously the pace of play is a little bit higher and it's a little bit of uh, an adjustment for you so it's for me the whole process is to try to get to feel as comfortable as i did when i was playing in burn um you know just every game with the confidence and that swagger uh, that came with it. So just being at school uh, the first year was just trying to find that again. And, uh, after that first year, and I feel like the off season summer I had last year and then coming into this, you know, that was my expectation. And luckily for me, for these first six games, I've, uh, felt a lot like I, uh, was when I was playing in Vernon. So, um, so far so good. And I'm hoping, you know, keep that pace throughout the rest of the year. We're on the line with Darian Hanson. We won't keep you too much longer, but I did want to ask you about your uh, your cool trip overseas to uh, Belfast. I mean, when you, when you go to college, I mean, it's all about experiences and, and, and sort of in, embracing the moment. But, I mean, what a fantastic trip opportunity for you and, and the other three schools that, that went over there. What was that whole experience like to, to participate, playing the game you love in, in, a, in a new country on, on a trip of a lifetime? Yeah, that was in, absolutely incredible. I, I would not hesitate to say that that was the best week I've ever had of my life. And the people there in Belfast and how they handled the tournament was truly incredible. I know um, to have a college ice hockey tournament in a country where um, most of the kids don't even know what ice hockey is and to draw in, you know, 6,000 fans a game that they're all loud and they loved it, loved the game, uh, no matter, uh, for sure. So just playing in that, that atmosphere is super cool. And the tournament structure, you know, it's had playoff feel 
and both of our games are incredibly exciting, and we're you know, lucky enough to win both. But even apart from the hockey, just being in the country, like I said, I've never been to Europe before in my life, and I've learned a lot about it in school. Um, I'm actually a history minor, so I've been had to take a course in Ireland, so that even got me more excited. So just to go there and see it all in person and, um, you know, like you said, like visit an Irish pub and uh, you know, hear the Irish people talk and things like that, it was, it was incredible. So just getting to go there and, uh, like you said, be able to win a trophy and come back home, you know, with two big out-of-conference wins was uh, really the cherry on top to an incredible week. Finally, Darian, before we let you go, uh, we're on the line with Darian Hansen. I uh, was with the Vipers a couple of seasons ago. Uh, this is obviously a, a really cool opportunity. I mean, being in your second year of college and, and where you're located and the, the way we've seen a lot of college players, uh, whether it was at the beginning of their college careers or towards the end, make the jump to the NHL. I mean, that dream obviously still seems very alive from, from those of us on the outside sort of keeping track of your progress. But how is that continued on and, and the dream and, and I guess the, the light at the end of this tunnel uh, with the, the NHL on the other side, how has that sort of motivated you and, and carried you on to what you hope to be an ultimate goal of the, the show one day? Oh, it's, it's, it's real. Yeah, no, like I said, it's, you know, we started playing this game. We've always wanted to play in the NHL and to be, you know, so close to that is pretty special. And, you know, when it comes to the day-to-day process, though, you can't be too distracted by that stuff right like we still have a job to do and if we do the job well and hopefully uh we can make that jump but you know just the thought of playing in that league like i said you've seen your whole life and uh to make money and off playing a sport and it's just it sounds like an incredible opportunity obviously and so uh yeah i would say it motivates us i think it motivates everybody like i said it's just it's something that everybody has always wanted to do so Hopefully, maybe if I keep doing uh, my job, uh, it could be a possibility for me one day, too. A big thanks to Graham Turnbull and Vernon for getting us that interview with Vipers alum Darian Hansen at Union College. And that will do it for the podcast this week. For all the latest BCHL headlines, check out bchl.ca and follow the league on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at GoBCHL. This is Brent Mutis from BCHL Communications. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next time.